1: And it's a return visit here on the Kill Coin Conversation. We had Darren Pang on the show a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the playoffs, and I believe at some point I said, I know your contract's up. What's the plan? you sticking around. And he said, I, I don't know much yet. And then lo and behold, a little bit after that, news comes down that the very popular blues broadcaster is moving to Chicago to be part of their broadcast team. So first of all, thank you for taking my call now that you don't work here anymore. Thank you.
0: Yeah oh man oh man you're gonna start it with that sensitivity no. <laughs> oh you're killing me
1: what, uh, what is what are are the, you know, what have the last couple of weeks been like for you uh
0: anxiety filled um extremely difficult my wife asked me a couple of times are you okay are you gonna be okay and I'm like I don't know this is not easy this is uh my stomach I just honestly I I used to throw up before every game um because I it was a, there was something nerve-wracking and I wake up in the morning and I'd have this feeling in my stomach and I got to tell you for probably for three weeks I had that same feeling and and that's that's just trying to describe to people just how just how difficult this has been so um, you know it, it's been a lot of thinking a lot of quiet time for me and actually every coach I ever had when I got quiet Marty when when, when I got quiet they asked what was wrong and so <laughs> I I was quiet for I was quiet around here for three weeks. I'm just glad I was at my lake house, to be honest with you, uh, where I could just kind of putch around. I could go on my boat. I could think. I stopped the boat. I would just kind of think and and go through lists and pros and cons and what's going to happen and how are people going to think? Uh, what are they What are they going to think? I mean, maybe that that might have been the number one thing for me was what are people in St. Louis going to think when you know I worked real hard to you know not to win them over. That. Probably not the right thing, but to be a really good broadcaster in a market that you never played in, and and you know, and it happened. And and I love the city, and I love the team, and I love winning there. And uh, and then, you know, then to think that uh, you're not going to.
1: Very yeah, tough. I do have a correction for. You. I think your coaches would throw up before you played in net. Okay, I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> to be. <laughs> I'm sorry, I could not help it. Here he is, being so sincere, and I just I couldn't help it. Uh, how no, about <laughs> you?
0: I need I need you to be funny.
1: <laughs> how about how about the reaction from fans? And I, I I guess I knew this, but didn't think about it. You have very few critics, and everybody hates the broadcaster. Everybody's mad at the broadcaster. And I I did kind of a unofficial poll online, and I said, is Panger's approval rating ninety percent? And almost everyone said no. Higher, uh, what's it been like? I don't know how much you've read or heard, but in terms of the the fan disappointment that you're leaving has been overwhelming. I'm sure you've had a sense of that.
0: I, I have. I'm not sure if I've got a filter on my on my social media feed that knocks out anybody that that hates me or not. <laughs> but I was <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised, and I, I I honestly I didn't want to go through social media. You know, when this happened, I actually for. It had to be two, three, four days, Martin, that I, I did not even look at it. I just I just couldn't. I kind of stepped away a little bit, and then I was like, okay, there's going to be some people that are, you know, going to be upset. There's going to be people that said, oh, you know, you, boy, you're going there. But so many people, so many nice things. Um, yeah, pretty amazing.
1: Well, let's go through it. Uh, Obviously, long time in St. Louis Mm -hmm. on the broadcast. Ultimately, Chicago comes. Is it as simple as they just blew you and your agent away and said this is a great offer? Because, I mean, I know you wanted to stay, but was that even a possibility?
0: Oh, I I mean, absolutely. There's, yeah, I was genuinely hoping that there was an offer, like, there was just a chance to, to, to stay and continue on. But, there are, there's a lot of moving parts that, you know, that kind of took place, you know, prior to this. And the one thing that none of us expected was certainly the bankruptcy issue with Bally, okay? You know, for, first and foremost, that's business that I don't know enough about. Um, other than I've looked around the league and I've talked to other broadcasters and some guys that are in their final year of their deal, they they also hadn't heard um, from, you know, from their bosses, cause everybody, it's all regionalized, but, um, the answers probably still come back to LA, you know, I mean, whenever you're in a negotiation, I know even locally in St. Louis, um, you know, whether it be dealing with Jack Donovan, who, by the way, was exceptional to me from the minute I, I got in, uh, Larry Mago and, uh, and, and Gavin, um, before that, Kevin Landy, um, but even when there was a negotiation that I, I, I pushed the envelope, it was like, well, we got to go to LA. I think that's a buy time thing. But anyway, it is what it is. And, um, you know, at, at one point during the year, knowing that it was, a, you know, you're in your final season, um, that was in my second year with TNT, I did think that my agent would maybe get a phone call at some point. I mean, usually when you're entering your last year, you, you get a phone call maybe in, I don't know, January, February, March. Mm, you know, April, um, just saying, hey, listen, we know you're in your last year. Uh, we just want to have that conversation and, you know, and uh, and go forward. But over the previous several years, w- whether it be Bernie or John or, or myself, uh, things tend to take shape very, very late um, unless you have something else in you know that somebody else has offered you a deal. There was a, a few years ago, and I'm being totally transparent with you, Martin. Okay, there were several years ago where uh, TSN in Canada uh, they made a huge push to have me uh, just do exclusively in Canada. I really loved working at TSN, and um, and they offered me a four year deal. And as it turns out, I sat down with at that point Bruce Affleck and and, and the Blues, and and uh, and uh, at that point Fox Sports, and you know it was it was kind of like, hey guys, we got to. You know, kind of hustle up here. There's a deadline on a, on an offer that I have and, and I haven't heard anything from you. And I, I did get, you know, a deal signed with St. Louis at that particular point. And, um, and that's kind of the way probably all our businesses go. If there's, if there's somebody else that really wants you and you don't have an offer, then you've got to, you know, you also got to, you know, talk to those people and say, guys, I'm, I'm, my contract's up, but there's other entities that are interested. Where are we at? And so, um, in going full circle, that, that's sort of where it was. But, there was also another team that actually made me a very good offer and, um, and then, you know, Chicago did call for, I'm not sure if you know this, but the Chicago president, Jamie Faulkner, did call Chris Zimmerman, uh, in early March to, to ask permission out of respect. They know each other and, and, uh, that was granted. Um, and at that time, you know, the, the Blues did not employ me. The Blues furloughed me two years ago during COVID with a number of other people and I never did get back on track on that contract. And so I was solely employed by Valley sports. And, and so, uh, you know, at that point they made an offer and then they, you know, then they eventually came back with another offer. And at the same time I had another offer from another team and then, um, and then we were waiting on, you know, on the Valley sports offer. So, um, I did receive one and it it just quite frankly, wasn't, you know wasn't even close and uh, we went back at them and time went on and time went on and and so i had i made a decision and so at the end of the day it comes down to me and it comes down to a decision and it also comes down to uh and i really not just a great offer money wise but you know several phone calls from a man that i've known for a long time rocky works i his son danny works is now the president i used to take him as a 12 year old i taught him how to be a goaltender we go a long way he always kept in touch with me and he he always said if there's ever a chance that, you know, maybe we get back together again. That was 10 years ago. And sure enough, this does come up. And I do go back to the place that I started. And forget about the animosity between St. Louis or Chicago fans or all that. On a personal note, you know, I, I'm going back to – I started my career there. They got me going on broadcast and then in the NHL. And and I'm, I'm going to get a chance to go there and uh, and kind of finish up my career is what I, I think is going to happen. And that's – you know, I – if there, was an, if there was a – I wouldn't go to any other team, uh, Martin. I would I would just uh, – gone. I just would have stayed at TNT and not done anything. But uh, this is it, – honestly, it was too good of an offer, too, to, to let it pass up.
1: Well, and it's Chicago, which is a great city. Hawks are going to be exciting. You get Bedard, the top pick. There's a lot – and you played there. You've got roots there. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. All of that said, was it bittersweet to leave, sad, or disappointed? At it? Not that you oh. want to be chased down the aisle, but that – Maybe there wasn't even a stronger offer. What were the emotions when you finally pulled the trigger and said, i got to take it?
0: All of the above.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. I thought you were going to expand there on that. No. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to make you sad or upset because I think it's also – it's sad for us, but it's it is exciting for you, for your family. And –
0: This is where you make a funny joke or
1: something. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I should. <laughs> well, I've applied for your job. Now that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Talk, and, and J.K. has simultaneously resigned. Okay, so that. Oh uh, well, listen. I can I can tell people we made Panger laugh and cry in the same interview. Yeah. But But uh, but you're still going to live here. Let's move it forward, right? You're still no. Gonna, that was.
0: That was funny what you said, and I'd love to see between the benches, to be quite honest. I think that would be hilarious. I'd like to talk to Chief
1: every game, although he loved talking to you. That clip, by the way, that'll make you laugh. The Blues put out the clip with Chief, and people didn't see it. It's just Chief, and he looks like he's ticked off, but he's like, Thanks, Panger. Thanks, Panger. And they clip about 100 of them in a row. Thanks, Panger. Thanks, Panger. And then the last one, he says, You want to (laughs) go? It's great. It was great.
0: You know that was the great work of Chris Pinkert, who, you know, Pinky, uh, does so many great things behind the scenes with Trevor Nickerson mm-hmm. and their entire staff. And to put that together and to come up with that thought was just classic. I had to call Chief right away. I saw it <laughs> and I called Chief and I said, Chief, did you see that? And he goes, I sure did, Banger. And I said, Jeez, that made me laugh. I, you know, that's, that's, and that's part of it is, is uh, the friendships besides the people everybody sees they see me with you know jk or chaser or or bernie and and the people that are on the air but the people behind the scenes i can go on and on and on in fact you know richie jankowski quite well and Mm -hmm. richie's been with the with the blues for a long time and he handles for those that are listening he i mean he hands he's a handler of all of us but uh travel services and 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 everything more than that and i i sent him a text and i said i said wow you're the lucky one in all this i said you're You're the one that chased down my forgotten iPad, my lost phone, (laughs) um, my, I know, I I swear, you name it, I forgot it. There was one time we were on the team, we're on the team plane, we're about to take off in San Jose. We haven't taken off yet, so the phones are working and everybody's going. I'm on my iPad, I'm trying to find my phone, and I go, and I look on my iPad, find your phone, and I see it leaving. I I look down, now we're taking off. I look down, and there's the team bus. My phone's on the team bus. <laughs> it's going somewhere else. I go up to the front of the seats. I say, Richie, can you please call the bus driver now before we, we're really going now? And he goes, yeah, what did you forget? I said, my phone is on that bus over there. <laughs> and so there it goes again, tracking stuff down for me again. And it, it, nonstop, honest to God, I finally got a cell phone carrier case like the old 1987 old man thing, and just to put it on my hips so I wouldn't forget it. So, I mean, there's you know there's just a lot of people there that uh, that I you know you know I'm going to see them I'm going to talk to them but I'm going to miss them on a daily basis
1: yeah, and we had Sonny in Studio Oscar Sunquist yesterday because oh you had Sunny and I wanted to be on the show I was in the air I know we were going to surprise him with a panger call but he's living in St. Louis I said dude you're from Sweden get on a plane and go home And god Sweden uh, but are you going to live in St. Louis is that the plan or can commute a little bit well first first on on
0: Sunny Sunny and I'm not not going to give exactly where he lives, but he's close enough that when I go to McGraw's Pub there uh, in Clayton, you know, off Maryland. Um, anyway, just a small little place. Ricky owns the place. Yep. I love it. I brought the Stanley Cup there, and uh, whenever I pop in there, I'd be like, Sonny, are you in town?" He goes, "I'll be right there." <laughs> I love that guy to death. Yeah, he,
1: that was a hitch spot too. I think.
0: No, no, he wasn't invited to that spot. Oh, no. nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never no, mind. He was, yeah, that was our spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, but you have kids living, here living. You yet, have
1: kids living here now.
0: I, I sure do. I've got, okay. uh, and that's another thing. Of I, I, I don't, I do not have a full schedule in uh, uh, with with Chicago. Um, it's a fifty game. I've been doing between sixty and sixty whatever with with the Blues and TNT. Um, I'm going to I'm going to keep my place there, and I'm going to. Uh, Keep my like I belong to Meadowbrook Country Club. I mean, I got all my you know all my outside my hockey friends are, are right there at that club. It's it's dear to me. I want to be there. I want to be there as much as possible, and that's that's uh, what I'm planning to do is, is is being in St. Louis. So I will also have a place in uh, in Chicago. Um, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best between that little triangle, Michigan, uh, St. Louis, and and Chicago, and and uh, continue on with TNT. I'm. I've also got a, an extension that's uh, sitting on the table right now for for me to stay there at TNT. So, I mean, on the broadcast side, listen, Martin. I, it's funny as you get older. A couple of years ago, you got a, any one of the blues—Joe Vitale or Curbs or John Kelly or a producer, Timmy Paps or Phil film all at all them. I'm like, you know, what? I'm I, I'm not sure how much I want to do this. You know, it's one of those things. And then you get revitalized again, and you know. And I just had a really nice run my second year at TNT, and I really like the people that I'm working with there as well, and. And now this has come up to, you know, to kind of re, I, revitalize is a really good term. But, you know, I'm going to see a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long time, too, there in Chicago that have been longtime friends of mine. So I think that's the great thing about our game is the friendships that we have along the way. And it's a phone call away. It's a flight away. And But uh, but I'm going to still maintain um, our our place in, in St. Louis and still you know, kind of maintain what I've been doing.
1: And we need you in town because somebody has to tell Peelzy, put the Merlot down, okay? Put the the phone, don't combine the phone and the Merlot, okay? (laughs) No, he
0: should have a dog. I told Peelzy that. There's got to be a dog collar that goes off, you know?
1: (laughs) Can't tweet after 10 p.m. or something. Uh, Darren Pang, just back, by the way, from Vegas in the Stanley Cup Final. What a great show, and it's kind of weird, isn't it, seeing – Pretty recently, Barbashev and Petro raising the trophy in Vegas. Good for them, but I think for Blues fans, it probably they love those guys, but it probably stings a little bit.
0: Yeah, well, I was wondering what it was going to be like for Blues fans, and that, you know, if I did an interview with both of them, and I was supposed to actually with uh, one on each side of me uh, on the ice, and uh, we couldn't find Barbie. Um, he was he was off somewhere in the middle of the uh, the ice. I had to go track down Petro. Uh, he had his, you know, had his family there, you know, and, and I was nice enough that I got to do an interview with Petro and uh, a very emotional time for him because, you know, during COVID he had his, uh, his uh, uh, latest daughter born and 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 very sick because of something that was going on, and he had to leave the Golden Knights for seven, I don't know, seven or eight or nine games, and so it was he was really emotional, certainly, you know, on the ice looking at his family that was there, and um, and it wasn't about getting back to. You know St. Louis and all that stuff. He was just really relishing the moment, and and it was fun to watch him do that. Uh, it's fun with Barbie too. Every day I saw Barbie, you know he just he'd be in the warm up and he'd be warm up. He'd see me between the benches or see me somewhere and come on over and give me a high five. And and again, you go back to yes, you're, you're leaving. They left the city of St. Louis, and you know and in this case I'm you know leaving the broadcast team. But man, you got so these friends last forever, and uh, especially when your conversations come up about the experiences of when those guys won the Stanley Cup in St. Louis. I mean,
1: man, oh, man,
0: it, that just that just doesn't go away. But it was nice seeing them, them there. And, and uh, you know, another thing about it was, you know, the head coach of, of the Boston Bruins, I, I was with them through that whole 2019 run, even after games that they lost and would have a glass of wine with Bruce Cassidy. I've known him for over 40, 40 years. And, you know, I saw him lose in game seven on home ice. Nothing more demoralizing than that. You wonder how you can get up the next morning. And yet there he is, you know what, four or five years later, and and he's a Stanley Cup champion for a team that hired him one year ago. So um, really an amazing final for me to be
1: at. The one, the only, Darren Pang with us on the Kill Coin Conversation. Always welcome on the show, my friend. I will look forward to seeing you. And when you come back in a Chicago, I will be booing you in the booth, okay? I, Just so you I, know.
0: I know you will. I, I want you to be. But when you boo me, say something funny, okay? Make me laugh. Don't make me cry, okay?
1: All right. I, this is a first. I don't know if I've ever had a guest in my life that laughed and cried. Usually those are the reactions when I ask them to be on the show. Do I have to? Do I have to? <laughs> um, all right. Enjoy your summer.
0: Thank you very much, Martin. I appreciate everything and uh, sorry about the you know the emotional
1: side of me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. there's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger.